Before getting into today's episode, we'd like to thank Mac Performance PT for sponsoring the Walk-On Pod. For more on their services and contact information, click the link in our Instagram bio where you will be led to their website. Mac Performance PT, helping Sacramento athletes live life without limits. Thank you for tuning back into the Walk-On Pod. Um... You know, the boys are here uh, with, with a guest that has been nagging me personally to get onto the pod, and uh, her time <laughs> has finally come. Uh, we're here with someone who's been name-dropped multiple times, Kaylin Saylor. I'm going to pass the mic over to her. Kaylin, uh, thank you for being here with us. Thanks, Kaylin, for gracing us okay, with your presence. Eh, it's about time, but it's an honor. It's an honor to be here. I get it. You guys needed to get the fan base up a little bit before I made my, my debut. I understand. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Something like that. Um. For for people who are just listening, we are sharing a mic, so uh, apologize if there's any weird audio things uh, beforehand, but hopefully you watch and listen. You know the deal. The floor is yours, and we'll go from there. All right. Um, so I played volleyball at uh, University of the Pacific. It's where I uh, met Luke and introduced me to Jared and Tommy. Um, I started playing when I was nine. And I sucked. And um, then one day, a man named Gabe Leal said, you know what? She's tall and lanky. Let's take her on our team. And I told my mom, I was 14. I went up to my mom after tryouts and I said, mom, I made it. And she said, the twos? And I said, no, no, mom, I made the ones. And she made me go back and check the list. (laughs) She didn't believe me. And uh yeah, that's that was a good point in my life. So I went back and my name was on the list. And uh, yeah, so that's when volleyball really took off for me when I was freshman in high school, I guess. And um, I met my best friend. She was my best friend at the time, but she comes back full circle moment. Um, shout out Jaden. I know you're listening. So um, yeah, I started playing. I made varsity my freshman year and sat the bench. And that uh, club team I made, we ended up winning nationals so we were first in the country so i got really lucky making that team and then i just kind of decided that volleyball was like it that's what i that's what i want to pursue dropped off a few other things i was like i don't i don't want to do that volleyball is it i dropped off my friends i was like i'm just gonna just take this all the way well it turns out i'm a 5'11 middle and that's really really small so i was like um had to find a different way to kind of like make it work for me um instead of switching positions, which probably would have been the easiest way to go, but figured out a way to find my spot on the court. And um, then I ended up going to school in Pennsylvania, small little school called Bucknell. Had the most interesting freshman year. Um, I got injured a week into it. And then I was in a boot with an Achilles injury. And then as soon as I got out of the boot, I got a concussion. And then I got the flu during concussion testing. And then I got pneumonia. Um, And uh, yeah, so I was in the hospital. And then I was like, yeah, I'm good. Pennsylvania's not for me. So I transferred into UOP. And that same best friend I mentioned earlier, I found um, back at UOP. So we played together when we were 14. And then we ended up finding each other again and played together for another three years so sophomore year i'm at uop uh i'm chilling i got a concussion again but we're still chilling 
was frustrating, but nothing new. You know, find what you can do when you're 5'11 against like a bunch of 6'4 girls. And BYU's got those like 6'8 girls who are like 27 coming back from their mission. And you just, there's nothing, it is nothing you could do. Um, I was like, I'm their daughter or something. And uh, a few years later, COVID hit, obviously, which that took a turn on everybody. We ended up not having a season. And then we switched our season my junior year. Uh, we played in the spring and then we lost too many players. So we canceled that, our season. So even our COVID season was cut short and we transitioned to beach. But I was never a beach player, but like we kind of just had to play there. And then going into my senior year, Things were cool. I was really excited. And that same uh, Achilles injury from my freshman year came back. So I spent two, three months in a boot again. And then by the time I was ready to start playing again, season was pretty much over. And um, I had another year of eligibility, two more years, one for COVID. And then one because I redshirted that freshman year from the injury. Things took a turn and my volleyball career was done. And so, yeah, that's kind of, that was it. Kind of adapting to what it's like to not be an athlete anymore. But it was, it was a hard transition, but we're here now. We're living. So started coaching, doing all that stuff. There we go. Um, Fellas, you know. She, I mean, you think it was long compared to other people who, you know, appreciate it again. Everyone, everyone just goes through their laundry list of, you know, this is what I did on this year. Then I just went through. So it was good though. It was good. Um, I'm sure you two learned a lot, honestly. Um, yeah, I did the injuries and stuff and and all that. Um, one thing I wanted to touch on as we, you know, go further into the career, we've talked on here a lot about like AU trips growing up and like the bonds that we built. I know Tommy and my brother spent a lot of time in hotel rooms with like five or six different players together on the road in LA. And like we had Will on here and Chris on here. And that's how, you know, we got super close. Um, you talked about playing with Jaden when you guys were young. What is kind of the club volleyball scene like growing up and how did that help you get ready for college? That's interesting. Um. My first few years that I started playing high-level volleyball, um, the very first year, you just you traveled on your own and you just showed up. You picked your own hotels, you booked your own flights, you just you just went. Um, but we had some really cool tournaments. We'd go to. We took a two-week trip. We went to Philadelphia, and then Chicago was the next weekend. But we spent the whole ten days in between, or whatever it was. Um, in New York City as a team, just traveling. It was really, really fun. No volleyball. It was just like out there as a team having fun. Um, but after that, I switched over to a different club in the Bay Area and everything was done as a team. So flights were booked as a team. You stayed in the same hotel rooms. It was a lot like the college um, like atmosphere and the way you travel with college sports. But we had chaperones and you had to turn your phone in at nine o'clock. So that was different. But um, no, it was very similar. I played at a high level ever since high school started. Um, all the clubs, teams that I played for were usually we went first in Northern California throughout the season, and then we were top 20 teams in the country. Um, so it was at a high level. We were playing girls who are at Stanford. We are uh, playing Asia O'Neill, who just uh, – she's over at Texas, just won a national championship. Her dad is – a football player i believe 
um you're playing all these big girls big names now who have had amazing careers and won ncaa championships but you're held in your own yeah i think it really prepared everybody for college but it's also i mean it's a whole different ball game again like especially the wcc there's some big teams you have san diego pepperdine uh byu obviously i know they're gone now but there's big girls there so when you get them all together it's definitely different I'm, different, different scene, Tom. We didn't get the we didn't get the one week off trip to to, to go. Yeah, hang no, out. <laughs> that doesn't sound familiar. With that, that doesn't one. sound like a Pharaoh's uh, planned <laughs> trip. Not the not the get as many players we can in the in the, in the sprinter bus. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, we got three mini, we got three minivans. Load them up. Let's roll. Um, Kalen, uh, for like. And we're kind of just joking about it, but I've I don't know obviously anything. So like, could you explain to us what it what the the ins and outs of like the club volleyball scene? Because it's definitely way different in like how the rankings and like I, I don't know if there's like an EYBL type like shoe sponsored circuit or company sponsored circuit. Shoe sponsored circuit. Yeah, but I don't know what that means. But yes, so, I can explain that. So so essentially there's like big companies that invest a lot of money in youth basketball at the high school level. But from my understanding that volleyball doesn't work that way and that the teams are pretty much comprised, like ranking wise, it doesn't dictate like what team you play on as much. I guess that's a more specific question. So there's I would two big um like I guess it's like if you think of it like uh college sports like there's a big one usa volleyball would be like the equivalent to like ncaa volleyball right like it's just without the divisions it's just most of the teams you play will play in ncaa volleyball yeah. um then there is another one jva i think it is um it's just a little different they have their own different tournaments but um when i was growing up volleyball has changed a lot too when i was growing up you played your local games under um I don't, oh yeah, yeah. You played that under NCVA. So that was Northern California Volleyball Association. And that was like, we would play at like Folsom Lake College and we would play at Fresno or something. And it was just like one day tournaments. Mm. And that's how you, you would rank there like one through however many teams are in California. Uh, and it's mm. like brackets. So it'd be like gold, silver, bronze. And then there's national qualifiers where you just sign up and pay to go. Um and those are like all over Reno is probably like the closest one. That's like a big tournament. And then there was, that's what we were in Pennsylvania for Chicago. Um, wow. There's, they're all over. I mean, Spokane. So there's, so there's like a governing body that like really dictates uh, like for all the teams, there's no like specific affiliation. Yeah, no, it's yeah. all, it's all pretty much USA volleyball. And then, so you qualify at those tournaments and then you go to the big nationals at the end of the season. That's kind of the end goal. Got it. Interesting. Um, now I'm getting into real walk-on pod lore here. Um, you talked about being an undersized middle, but found your way onto the court, found your way to play division one volleyball. Um, what does it take? What does it take to to be in a position like that where on paper you shouldn't be successful and you shouldn't get to where you did, but uh you found a way to do it? <laughs> um so I'm not really like a shy person anymore, but you could even ask uh, 
like I mentioned, Jaden, when I played with her when I was 14, I was a completely different player than I am now. But that's just because of like, I found a way on the court because I wasn't going to let people lose when I was on the court. Um, I didn't really care so much about like scoring points as I did as like affecting the people I was playing with. Um, so I was always the loudest person on the court. Uh, the role of the middle, you're not going to hit the ball that much anyways. So it doesn't really matter how big, like how hard you hit or anything like that. Um, most teams run their offense out of the outside and the, their pin hitters. Um, so your role is to call off, call the ball really loud so that you pull the other team's blockers, things like that. Um, so I just made sure that I was always going to be the loudest one on there. I was always going to get in the other team's head. Uh, always a really good teammate to the people on my court. And it just ended up being that like the people around me liked playing when I was on the court and we performed better that way. And it kind of just kept going that way. My coaches after that, um, every coach I had 16, 17s and 18s year of club have all told me that they did not expect to put me on the court. But at the end of the day, like if that's how we're going to win, that's how we're going to win. And then by the end of the season, they all said like, there wasn't a way we were going to play if we didn't have Kaylin on the court. Um, so, yeah. And I, I had a, I was playing behind a 6'4 middle who just won a national championship at Texas and a 6'6 middle uh, who went to Davis and like, holds records there. So it wasn't easy to find a way to play, but it's not always about your performance as much as how you can make other people perform around you. Yeah. I think that's Bars. a great answer. Yeah, okay. that's nice. Yeah. That's, Essentially, you were misintangible. Mm-hmm. Thank you. The things you can't put the, on a box the score. Swiss, the Swiss Army knife of the volleyball court, if you will. Yeah. Now, if we, we put you on a basketball court, would you take a charge? Yes. I think, I mean, basketball is very, very new to me. Not a very convincing answer. I don't know. I, not at all. Prior to meeting Luke, I think I watched two professional basketball games and then my high school games. Um, so I don't really know much about the sport, but I'm learning. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'd say you know more than when I first met you, that's for sure. <laughs> Sorry, we'll get to the starting five. She was asking me, um, you know the ins and outs of each position. She was like, is this who played this position? I was like, yeah, yeah. So, you know, we're getting, uh, there. We're getting there. No I'm three kidding. guards on our roster. Oh, man, don't get me started. <laughs> That's from an actual basketball player. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Kaylin, uh, you kind of mentioned it earlier about uh, not deciding not to play beach or you weren't a beach player. What's, like, the biggest difference between uh, beach volleyball and, like, uh, in court or inside, like, court volleyball? Um, honestly, I think the mentality behind the two sports beach is hard. It is one of the toughest sports I've ever played. Um, and the girls that we played against at UOP, like UOP doesn't have a full, uh, beach team. They have six or so beach only girls. And then the indoor girls fill in the rest. Um, and we're playing against teams like Cal and Stanford who have like full beach teams and they're just beasts. But, um, it's difficult. You have two people on the court. The rules are different, but I think mm -hmm. the biggest difference between the two is like indoor is super fast paced. It's super competitive. You get these long rallies Beach is like, it's still a very competitive sport, but it's much more lax. Like you can just feel a difference 
um like when you go to a beach game versus a indoor volleyball game there's music playing at all the tournaments like nonstop throughout the middle of your games um it's like really chill vibes but it's like obviously you're still super competitive but it's it's a whole different level like we would look forward to beach season because it was like almost like okay now we get to relax a little bit but, even though it's tougher yeah i think it's it's definitely mm. more difficult physically yeah but from a mentality standpoint it, it gave you guys more and plus probably being outside and being in the sun and all that stuff and and it might like also be the fun. program too because yeah. it wasn't like a hard program for beach it wasn't like their main priority mm. but it was just it was like fun it was it was literally just fun for most of us. Yeah, is that this is my last random question about this? Do, are there girls that got re, that played on your team, or girls that you know that were playing like indoor volleyball, but then got recruited to specifically play beach volleyball, or does it not work like that at all? Like when you're in high school, like club team, like if I'm playing on a really good indoor club team, would a like beach coach, beach only coach, come find me and be like, "Hey, we want you on our beach team." I don't know if they would recruit you only from watching you play indoor. That yeah. I had a girl on my team growing up, though, who was an r- amazing player, but she did go to college just for beach, but she also played beach growing up. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, yeah, so you so have to have know. some some uh, experience for them to like be willing to recruit you. Yeah. We had one girl at UOP who came in. Um, she was one of our walk-ons. She came in as an indoor player, and now she's beach only. So she's she performs better on the beach. Um, she's grown a lot. She's a really good beach player. And nice. it just wasn't for her. Makes sense. Um, now, uh, fast forward to the past couple of years where uh, you transitioned from player to coach. Um, I know when we had Annie uh, on, a lot of people loved uh, what she had to say about her experiences as a player, helping her with coaching kids and being able to relay different messages and stuff. And I know um, from being at your games and, you know, talking to some of your players that they latched on to you really well. What do you think throughout your years that you learned as a player helped you become a, a coach that players found easy to listen to and, and develop under? Um. Well, I got lucky. I coached my first time, like coaching a team was, uh St. Mary's in Stockton their varsity volleyball team and so they were girls relatively close to my age so it's obviously a little bit easier to like connect with them and I think being fresh out of college um right where these girls are all trying to like go into it like I understand what they're going through um I think that's the hardest part between player and coaches a lot of times when coaches are older I think you can kind of forget like what it feels like to be in that position um and like the feeling and that's kind of where the mental health all comes in too but I just think that like the coaches tend to not really understand all the time what kids are going through whether it's just like at lunch with your friends but also like in the volleyball aspect of it as well or sports in general um so I think that was the biggest difference is I understand like I want to relate to them as people and I want to care about them as people before I care about them as an athlete. Um, and I don't think that's always the case. I think a lot of people, it's like you're an employee, you know, when it comes to sports. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I also coached a team of 14 year olds or I guess they were 13 um, and they were a forest team. And it's the same thing though. It's like, I want to be, I, I don't want to say I want to be their friend, but I, I want to like them as people. And I want them to know me as a person before I just like start yelling commands at them. Like there has to be a level of respect there, whether they're 12 or whether they're 26, like it's the same thing. 
That's good. That's a good answer. Oh, uh, I have. Go ahead, Jerry. Two. My bad. No, you're good. Two questions. One, what we asked Annie the same thing. What is your least favorite thing of coaching volleyball? Um, I try and be very patient. But as Luke knows, I have zero patience. I am not a patient person. So when, and like I said, I coached a 14s force team. Yeah, I was going to say, so deal with 14-year-olds. <laughs> and it, they were impressively, like, they they really grew. But, oh, Lord, when, when people just aren't good, <laughs> it's really hard for me. And I know that's a horrible <laughs> answer. I know that's a role of the coach. I get that. But, oh, my God. When people just I would say, though, honestly, good. I would say the worst we part. that now. <laughs> That's, that was wild. Come on, come on. Okay. The worst part overall, though, was honestly the high schoolers because they think that they know what they're doing. Oh, yeah. And it's like, no, 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 no. Just stop and listen. Like, I'm not saying you're bad. I'm not saying anything. Like, but the knowledge I have to give to you is worth hearing. So just like stop talking in the corner and just, just listen. Just lock in and just listen and we'll, we'll be good. Seems like a simple concept. Yeah, and I think I think that's the other thing about being close in age with them, though, is that like they might not take me seriously, and I don't like that. So it's like, no, no, yeah. no, no. no. When you're we're on the court, like... I'm your coach. Off the court, we can be cool. I don't know. You're not scary. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't seen me in my element. Uh. So okay. So this is the wait, Luke. You had something else to ask. So go ahead, and then I have a burning question. Oh, that was. With the direction that I wanted to go, but would you put your players on the line for love? So, here's mm, the thing. That's a good question. I believe in punishments that benefit them. Volleyball is volleyball is not a running sport. Why am I going to make them go do sprints? I feel like cardio. Oh. No, no, no. no. Uh, my go-to punishment for uh, volleyball drills is yes, you put them up at the net, right? You you just you're sh- jumping nonstop. Right? And then mm. you, you yell at number one, up. you turn, you dive. You yell number two, you turn, you do a run through. I might have to, I might have to adopt this one. Yeah, it's really good. Uh, yeah. uh, my at college coach, Corey Ricks, gave us that one, and it sucked. But it's beneficial. It, it affects your sport. I'm not going to make them – you're not going to go make a golfer run. Well, I mean, sure. there's more movement in, in volleyball than there is in Yeah, that, yeah, I don't Okay. All right. I, I understand. Now here's the burning question that every single listener and every single basketball player in America wants to know. What is with all the cheers? <laughs> and TikTok dances. That's funny. What is we cheer for water, we cheer when we get scored on, we cheer when we mess up, and we cheer when we score. <laughs> I also have a follow-up question to add Thanks on that. Thanks that to me. <laughs> I also have a follow-up question to add on that. So before you answer Jared's, I'm going to tie mine into Jared's. I was at a volleyball game about two days ago. What's with the dance battles in between the timeouts? Because I've been at two schools now, and they've happened at both schools. So clearly this is like a volleyball thing. I have a question for that. Were they against each team having a dance battle? It's like the like it was a timeout. Whatever review was going on, the guy, the the girls on the court were huddled, and the girls on the sidelines. Well, first of all, they're all standing up. That I guess we could ask that as well. Why don't they sit on the bench? But they're all standing up. Um, and they're like dance. They're like dance battling on the other side. 
where all the other girls are. It's like they're taking their dance moves mm -hmm. and then the other girls are like huddling up and then they do their dance moves. And I'm just like watching this like, is this like a known thing to do in the sport? So, but answer Jared's question first. And that, that, that's yeah. just the tail. That's just the tail end. The cheering, I will say, has changed a lot. Um, I don't know about that. Well, no, 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 no. It's been, it's always been a thing. 100%. I watched a lot of volleyball games it's, about 15 years ago. It is, it's big. But Luke likes to reference the TikTok dancing and stuff. That's obviously changed a little bit with. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Okay, okay. But there's, I mean, and I, I don't know where it comes from because I have always been a big, big cheering person, especially because I, like my freshman year when I was in varsity, I didn't play. And so I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to run the bench. I'm going to run, like, I'm going to be the best cheerer there. And there's like a vine going around that went around on TikTok of me McDonald's and stuff. I don't know. It was me cheering, but I, I don't know where it comes from. I think it's just about like having a positive environment and I know it's unnecessary, but it's also like really fun. And girls are so mental that I feel like the la at least this is the way it comes across is like the louder your bench is than the other benches like you're getting in that team's head then or like and I think that's just the mindset with it whether it works or not I don't know but I used to love making up cheers but now it's all about these TikTok dances and stuff and I'm like all right I, I'm over what that. about cheering for water though what do you mean cheering where you go water on three one two three water yeah why <laughs> uh you I just want to know <laughs> yeah I'm, you know, I, I want to know too like what's that about do you know I, how many times I hear? You, you know, I thought hey. that was normal. I thought every sport no, does that. No. <laughs> water? That's not normal. That's not normal. I don't even reward no. water breaks. I'm not a water break guy. Like, yeah. I will say that changed when I went in college. We didn't cheer for water. We cheer. I mean, after okay. like a timeout. All, right. All right. Okay. That's why I'm asking. That's why I need to know because I, <laughs> I spend about six to eight hours a day at sport courts, and the amount of times I hear a water cheer is much more than I hear like an ace cheer. Let me just tell you that. That's hear a lot more water break cheers than I do ace cheers. We used to when I was in um, I mean eighteen, we would cheer for water and we had the little claps after you said water. It's like water on three, one, two, three, water. Yeah, it's essentially that. Okay. I don't think All I've right. ever broke out. I don't think I've ever broke out saying water and anything <laughs> I've ever done athletically. Yeah, that's really why I always thought it was like a known thing. Every sport did it. No, never. But also, so. For those who don't know, at, at KI Hoop Sessions, Jared always asks someone to break, and they're not allowed to say hard work on three. I'm bringing water every single time. <laughs> water on three. One, two, three, one. I'll fight you. <laughs> I like, yeah, I like that play, Luke. Yeah, I feel like I feel like it's necessary now. Yeah, I guess <laughs> but you, so. Okay, but you didn't you did answer Tom's question about yeah, let's hear about these sitting. Let's hear about these dance battles. Well, he has and two standing. No, standing versus sitting. We got the dance battle answer. What's standing okay. versus well, sitting going on? The dance battle, it started once. I will say there was one team who did the dance battle during a long challenge. I forget who it was. And NCAA posted it and it blew up. And now all these teams are doing it. Um, okay. Again, I think it's a TikTok thing as well. But the standing versus sitting, I don't, I, my high school team sat. Club tournaments, you, there's not enough chairs for you to sit at, so you always stand. And college, I they've never put out enough chairs. You've always stood, and I think that comes from the cheering because if you're sitting, you're not cheering as much. How can I do the right proper cheers? You know, I feel if like I'm, my back will tighten up and I won't be able to cheer at the maximum level if I have to stand the whole time. And 
That is like, if I can sit down and get a little, little breather, then like I'm jumping back up and like that clap's going to be real loud. I also will say that there's a lot less subs in volleyball than there are most other sports. There's a lot you can do whatever you want. Um, So more often than not, if you are on the bench, there's probably three or four of the girls on the bench will be going into the game. Mm. So everybody else, you don't, you, you don't need to sit. You know what I mean? My first year, I don't need to sit. It's not necessary. I'm cheering. I'm up there. I'm on my feet. You're in every play. Let's go. But Got it. I think it's a coach's uh, decision as well. So yeah. speaking of coaches, though, in that sense, I hate that if if I expect my team to be standing there the whole game, but I'm just going to sit down. That doesn't seem that like that doesn't seem right to me at all. Like, that's a, hey, you know what? That's a fair point. As a coach, I don't sit very much. Yeah. All right. I like that. Um, do you have do you fellas have any more uh, volleyball related questions before we get into some other things that I know we want to get into? No, that was. I think- Position yeah. here. I think that really satisfied my my need for knowledge there. All right, so let's talk. No, we're not there yet. That's what there. I really want to hear. This let's, is what this, this we're segment's. Not, what we're I not. We're not quite there yet. We have one other thing that I didn't prepare you guys for. So, uh-huh. Kalen is a, a Bay Area kid, and there's okay. there, there's a lot of Bay Area talk on, on here. You know, between between the you guys and the guests that we've had. So, Kalen, mm. I don't um, know where this is going. I want to tell you, I want you know some of Jared's Bay Area takes. You've you've heard some of Tommy's. You've heard some of mine. Uh, I want you know from what you've gathered from the pod and you know your own opinions. I want I want you to just give us a couple Bay Area lines here. You can go wherever you want with this one. What? Okay, no, I mean just you. Bay Area lines. Just like you know, good Bay Area takes that we've had, bad ones. Uh, what is your opinion on our opinion of the Bay Area? Is what he's asking you. Got it. Um, I would say wrong. <laughs> I think I think you're missing the big the big point of the Bay Area. Okay. What's that? Enlighten me. Enlighten me. The best part please. about the Bay Area is it, it's the culture and like the diversity there. And I'm, what do you what do you give me that look for? Jared had diversity as his. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure, for sure. But everything else was about food. Yours was about a bridge. I didn't have the bridge. Who had the bridge? That was a nay. Oh, hey, my bad. My bad, nay. Nay put Golden Gate Bridge. The people, you got it's it's a big community out there. You got a lot of people and people who are from the Bay, like they rep the Bay. Larry June. I had a bad Bay Area list. Are you saying that right now? I honestly don't remember yours, Tom. I you had uh, sourdough. No, I had sourdough. Oh. I had, I had Pier Thirty Nine. I had Coit Tower. I had the Hyphy Movement. Um, what else did I have on there? They're okay, but I think you know, I think you guys have an outside perspective on the Bay Area. A lot of touristy things. Pier Thirty Nine is very touristy. If you're from the Bay Area, you're not going to Pier Thirty Nine. So did Jared like? You're you're not. The, you yeah, that's not me. The Bay Area or what? Like, no, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying there's some there's some. The, she's trying to gate the Bay Luke, right now. Luke's picks were all very touristy. I'm not and, the yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's just there's more to it than those those big things that are put out there. There's more to it than the bridge. There's more to it than so. Kaylin, Kaylin, give me give me your your number one top Bay Area thing. It could be anything. You live there. What's your number one Bay Area thing? One spot like that. Welcome to the pod. <laughs> yeah. Number one, Bart. Bart's a top tier, 
top tier uh, transportation. I don't know if that's true. There's a lot of urine on BART. It, it, but it, it's not about that. BART isn't about getting you around the city either. It's about bringing from people outside of the city into it too. It, it travels all around the Bay Area. It's not It's not San Francisco's subway like New York is. It's, I'm coming from Antioch. Ooh, you're bringing me into the city. It's bringing a bunch of people from all these other places into one spot. I'm, I'm, I used to ride the BART. Now also, the BART she spun that seem, well. Yeah, the BART's now doesn't seem to be too safe now, but I used no. to ride the BART. No, 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 it's not safe. It doesn't smell great. Yeah. So that, that embodies the Bay to you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It doesn't great. smell great. That's good. Off rip. That's not bad. Actually. Yeah, hey, I'm not mad at the pick. I just I want to hear the explanation from the expert. What were you saying, Tom? Kind of cut you off there. Yeah, my bad, Tom. I was just saying that's that's real Bay Area right there. If you uh, come from the Bay Area, you think of Bart, I guess. Do you know what Bay- Bart stands for? Bay? Do I? Oh. No, you, you, Kalen, you brought it up. What is, what does Bart stand for? Bay. Area. What does the R stand for? I, I have a guess, but I'm, this is this is your pick, so. It's not recreational transportation. <laughs> <laughs> I've never, I've ne- you know what though? I've never called it anything but Bart. Probably rail, but you gotta know your roots. Rail. I thought about rail. Yeah, well, I, I think we're rapid. I think it's region. I think it's regional, but ah, it's very convincing. All right, I will well, last, look it up. Last- Last Bay Area if, piece. If you're from the Bay, you're not calling it anything but Bart, so that's why I don't know it. Oh, okay. Good, good take. There you uh, go. Good twist. Last, Bay last... Area Rapid Transit. I said rapid. Let's go. There you go. You had it. Look See? Oh, <laughs> my last Bay Area thing. So, Jared, uh, our lunch destination today was actually Ike's Sandwiches. Uh, <laughs> and, Let's and go. Look, uh, I just want to say, look, I've never, I've never talked trash Wait, about Wait, where is there an Ike's? You went downtown? No, it was uh, in Roseville by the Galleria. Ooh, yeah, I, so got, I, I went, didn't know it was out there. Yeah, no, I, it had a now open sign, so I think it's fairly mm, But mm, um, mm, mm. we, uh, I would, I look as much as I stand next to my Jersey Mike's, and I will never fold. Uh, I, I agree that Ike's is in the upper echelon of of the sandwich uh, industry. It's not better than Jersey Mike's, which is cool, but oh, it's 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 in the same tax bracket. It's in the same tax bracket. I would say the along. best Bay Area sub. Is called Viking Submarine Sandwiches. That is such a Homer pick. There is two that I know of. There is one in San Francisco, and there is one in like Hercules or something. It's like Marin County. Oh, so oof, Corte Madera. Shout out to Larry June. The best meatball. I knew that was coming. I knew that was coming. But yeah, Jared, just, I just wanted to give you a little shout out because because yeah, I've never thanks. said it was bad. I always said that it was. No, good. I know, I know. I just said it was way better. Like I actually propped it up more than than what it would be expected. Yeah, no, but I just you know tip of the cap yeah. to, to Ike. They're doing they're doing things right over there. Now let's get into what we're really here for. You know, Thursday night football is on right now as we're recording. <laughs> um, Kalen has a fantasy football team. Yeah, that see if this guy Darren Waller has any catches. With, yeah, probably not. With with the rules that we put in place for her fantasy team, she is currently two and zero. Um, so pretty impressive, especially after you hear her roster right now. Um, but Kalen, uh, go ahead talk about your roster, your players, uh, why you drafted them, and uh, you know, it's all you. Yeah, I would be happy to. Um, I'm gonna just go ahead and give you guys a list of who I have on my team. Read off my roster. Um. So it's pretty exciting stuff. I don't know who I have traded, um, but I have Josh Allen, 
That's my, that was my that was my quarterback pick. And reason for that is um, Luke told me that he really liked Josh Allen once, and I was like, oh well, then he's got to be decent, you know. So I threw him on there. Um, Najee Harris, hometown pick, Antioch, Brantwood. Right. It, it, I had to have him on my team, you know. Um, I get the logistics behind the pick, but I don't love it. <laughs> well, right. he uh, he hasn't performed as expected yet. Um, then I got Damian Pierce. Uh, I don't actually know why I picked him. I think I liked one of the numbers he had in his thingy. Um, <laughs> Stefan Diggs. Ooh, there we go. Yeah, I liked his last name. Um, ooh, C.D. Lamb. I mean, come on. Who 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 do you know that's named C.D. Lamb? He's on my team. Um, Kyle Pitts. Uh, oh, whoa. What? I thought that was a funny last name too, Pitts. Yeah, it's just, it's just, <laughs> Tommy and I have both endured the Kyle Pitts. Yeah, game. Kyle Pitts is terrible. I had the same thing. Yeah. Oh, well, you know what? We're looking to develop him as a player, and I have full faith. Years. My God. Join the club. Um, who else do I have? Oh, Amari Cooper. I mean, your receivers are really good. Yeah. No wonder you're tuning up. Thank you. <laughs> um, Who did so, you pick for a defense? Which animal is your favorite? Oh, defense. I got the 49ers. That's why I'm tapped into this game over here. Oh. <laughs> um, but I did accidentally draft a kicker that was not on a team. I was unaware that that is possible. I feel like if um, fair, if your name's on the list, you, sh- you should be on a team. To be fair, I didn't know it was possible until you did it either. So, <laughs> Who did you draft? I uh, drafted Ross Martin. Free agent kicker. Oh, no, Ross Martin. You should draft yeah. Young Hook. Well, I ended up picking up... Uh, who's my kicker? Josh Elliott? Jake Elliott. I don't know what the Jake J stood for. Jake Elliott's a reliable kicker. Yeah. He's, he's been killing it, let me tell you. I've got 30 points from him over two weeks. So Then I got a... <laughs> wait. Oh my goodness, that was a great trade on my part. I got a bunch of um, my bad. I got a bunch of bench players. Uh, Deshaun Watson, I didn't know he was that bad. <laughs> like he, he's he's he looks like he's on a good team. He's got an orange helmet, and I like orange. Just horrible. Um. Anyways, then I had dropped my friend. Why did I drop him? J.K. Dropped Dobbins. my friend. <laughs> said drop my friend yeah he oh he tore his achilles and i feel so bad for him so we're taking care of his doctorate bills and stuff but um man who i picked up just a snag i don't know how he wasn't how he wasn't anywhere yet but happy to have him on the team we got some Najee p ryan (laughs) and you know why you want to know why he's on our team he had the most adorable roster photo i've ever seen out of an nfl player he was so <laughs> cute so i just had to you're missing some key players on your bench oh okay like... well those are bench players i don't think they really mattered that much yeah, you're missing one that definitely matters oh okay mike evans mm. oh i should <laughs> wow your receivers are yeah. nice okay mike yeah you should he's in the game next week zach charbonnet and gabe davis there we go yeah, yeah why'd you pick gabe um, well, so my, as I mentioned earlier, my first coach, 
not my first coach, but the coach that like actually made me decent. His name was Gabe. So thank you guys. (laughs) And we've actually been killing it. And uh, P Ryan is going for our uh, most valuable player award this season. So P Ryan, wow! I hope it's a PPR league. Yeah, no, he put up a whopping five point four, five point four last week, but um, you know, enough enough to get her the dub. So two and zero. This is something a lot of people can't say. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, I'm not two and zero. I'm one one. Um, yeah. What do you guys? Grade the team. Letter grade. Like that's that's definitely like a, a solid a solid B. Solid B. Yeah, good team. Yeah, solid, solid B. I, I don't love the running need, back. Need, need a, yeah, I need a little help at running back, but those are tough to find. And you know, it's a throwing league, you know. So and and Josh Allen gets you some rushing touchdowns. So Josh. Yeah, I'm trying to pick up this guy in the game right here. What's his name? McCarron? McCarron? On the 49ers. Oh, McCaffrey. McCaffrey. Mc, McCaffrey. I'm I'm trying to see what I could do to get him on my team. He he seems good. You're gonna have to put together quite the trade package for us to propose. Yeah. Maybe, make know? sure P. Yeah, make sure P. Ryan's not in that package though. He's hands off. P. Ryan's not going anywhere. <laughs> so yeah, uh, she's she's really tapped in with the fantasy scene. Yeah. Some some might call McCaffrey untouchable. I don't know. That's... I would if I was an owner of McCaffrey, I would I would probably say the same, especially in a zero uh, two hole, but. What about a nice trade for uh, Ross Martin? No, that's not going to work. <laughs> the free agent kicker is not going to get the job done. Yo, this guy – hey, so speaking of this, so earlier today, this guy in our league, we all got the notification. He he added Tom Brady to his team, and his and his reasoning was – I have to read it because it was, it was pretty – I have a goat presence on my bench. He's gonna motivate my players to do well. Man, they they're taking taking a page out of our book. We literally had a guy do that this week, Jared. Yeah, I told you, Davey did. That's Davey why did. He, he said a veteran that. presence for the young talent on his team. <laughs> I mean, Davey quite literally put Tom Brady on there just to be a veteran presence. What um, what is going on with that? I know he retired, and I know people are talking about him again. That's it, about it. And I know he kisses his kids. It's just a joke. Oh, so yeah. he's he's like not a, out of retirement. No, 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 no. He's still very retired, but yeah, yeah. When's he gonna get in the booth, man? Dude's yeah. got like a four hundred million dollar contract coming. I mean, I guess time will tell. Uh, is it, is it starting five times? It's definitely starting, starting five yeah. times. All right, yeah. starting. Kalen, you're well versed. I feel like so. Are we gonna go to introduce you? Or are we and, gonna go? Yeah. What? Do you want to introduce it and tell us how we're doing this draft? Or the, are we doing it serpentine? You get to pick. I don't like when you guys did serpentine. Okay. So you want to put out your whole five? Yeah, but not my walk-on pick. Right, of course. Okay, got it. Okay. Yeah, so wait, so what's you got to explain the starting five? You got to introduce it. Of course. We are doing starting five television shows. Any, <laughs> any, any sort of show. It doesn't need to be on cable, by the way. It could be Netflix, Hulu series television mm. series now may uh, i begin yep. all yes. right so i've got a great team here um at my one i need somebody who's just gonna be running it making plays left and right give me phineas and ferb fantastic they know what they're doing you need they got you they will make the blueprints to make this play happen now <laughs> thank god 
What do you say? That's a creative point guard. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, he's he's he can take it all on his on their own. I didn't want you. Um. Anyways, so at my two, um, I I mean, there's not much to say about this one. It's just an athlete. Just just can do it all. Uh, brings a lot to the team, but also brings a lot out of the crowd. The crowd loves him. You give him an obstacle, he responds to it, and he makes the most out of it. Give me guys' grocery games. Thank you. <laughs> what? Yeah. So no idea what you're talking about. What channel is that on? Are you kidding me? Is that on ESPN Ocho? What is that? <laughs> guys' grocery games is on Food Network. You've never watched Guys Grocery Games. I've never turned on the Food Network, so no. Yeah, I don't watch the Food Network. You guys are wrong for that. Okay. Well, then my next pick, I was I was talking to my friend Luke here about uh, what the three <laughs> role is. You know, they got it's got to play off the two. They work together. They're very similar roles, but you know, they got a vibe. So give me Triple D: Diners, Drive-ins, and Dives. We got another Guy Fieri show. I mean, these two just oh, a dynamic okay. duo that on the court. Some sense, would then. say, yeah. Guy, Guy Fieri, just yeah, top tier yeah. man, top tier athlete. I'm sorry if I got Guy and Guy <laughs> coming down the court, nah, unstoppable force right there. Then at my four, um, I'm looking for somebody who can do it all, fits in every role, you know, step ups when he needs to. I think that you know it, it will always hit whenever whenever he's around. You know it's gonna be good. Give me Modern Family. That's a good pick. You know okay, good pick. And then at my five, this is my big guy. There's just nothing. Nothing's coming past this guy. Yeah, someone's coming up. He's just jumping up. Give me SWAT. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> SWAT's the, the show. Yeah, wow. the show is SWAT. Not that he's swatting. <laughs> That's a good show, too. Yeah. Wow. That's a... The movie was great. I can't believe they turned a TV, a TV show out of that movie. You know, that's a five for sure. Yeah. I mean, it's something. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. That was good. Way to stay true to your character. Yeah. There was one show missing that I'm surprised didn't make the cut, but that's all right. Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought about it, but I'm going to be honest. I didn't think it would play well. I don't know what role Glee really fits except for the five. And, and I mean, SWAT's the best thing you could put the five. Yeah, I think, you know, that's a, that's yeah. a big time coaching decision. Sometimes you got to do that. Yeah. Sometimes you got to um, cut people. Yeah, you got to do it. Uh, who do you want to go next? I'm going to pass it over to Jared. <clears throat> All right, here we go. So at my point guard, I need someone with vision. Someone that's going to take me to the promised land. Someone that's going to control the narrative. Someone that's going to really make sure we get from point A to point B and really enjoy everything in between. So give me entourage at the point guard. Oh, when I thought that was going, you said okay. vision, and I immediately went that so even. <laughs> I don't think Jared's of that. I had, did watch that so Raven and Lizzie McGuire back in the day. Yes, I did. Wow, that surprises me. Um, now at the shooting guard in perfect loop fashion, my point guard gets the ball to the shooting guard because what does the shooting guard like to do? He likes to shoot this show has lots of shooting, lots of bullets, lots of firepower, and just a great story and great acting. Give me Ozark with the shooting guard. Yeah. 
Yeah. Ozark. Give me Ozark. Now, <clears throat> my small forward, I need someone a little bit more dynamic, someone maybe a little bit more unconventional, someone that could come out of the woodworks and, again, just be my Swiss Army knife. Give me Stranger Things at the small forward. Come on, Jared. Jared. Stranger Things. Jared's killing it right now. Now, power forward. This is where we really, really add some size to the team. Big personalities, big characters, big acting, big ending. Give me Sopranos at the power forward. The Sopranos. Laid the groundwork for all shows. I've always heard it called The Sopranos, not mm-hmm. The Sopranos. But, I mean, I didn't watch it, so you you might know something I don't. I, don't I was a soprano in the uh, play that I was in. They said that my singing level was a soprano. Awesome. <laughs> we'll have to get another uh we'll have to get another I forgot what I was gonna say. So like, we'll have to get another uh colleague on that. But yeah, good pick. Oh man, I know that's okay. classic. All right. At center. Show's bigger than life, man. Watched it through three, four times. Um we can't convince Luke to get on board, but I know Tommy's gonna resonate. Sorry, Tom. Uh yeah. At center, give me Game of Thrones. <clears throat> Game of Thrones. Greatest show ever. Yeah. House Targaryen. Nice, nice. All right, who's next? Nice? Luke. All right. <clears throat> I appreciate both of you for not taking my shows. Um, so Yeah, I that's I had to let it ride. <laughs> no, I appreciate you. Um that's not we'll, we'll get to it, but um it's it's known as Jared said that I don't watch too many shows, um, but I really 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 like my list. Uh, so my point guard, you know the thing about a point guard in the locker room is you want them to be goal driven. All right, you want them to be able to set a goal for our team and push everyone along to get there. Um, my point guard's a high IQ player. High IQ player knows how to look for different things, knows how to look for different clues to the defense to be successful in offense. Give me a blues clues at the point guard. This is a classic. This is a classic that I think the youth of bro blues clues is a top. It's a top tier children's show. I'm sure it's not around anymore, but it's great. It was didn't, great. Didn't the dude get in trouble? That was the guy. Blues clues. I don't think. Yes. So. I don't know. They had to replace him. That doesn't change what blue was doing though. He was, he was out there really nothing. being the, you know, high intelligent point guard he is at the two um you know i do this every time this is the score i i don't want to say too much this is the greatest show of all time you put it on in any room and everyone's going to be laughing give me the office uh, it had to it had to be on the list the office <laughs> literally does not miss i don't like you just it resonates with with multiple populations it's, it's an amazing show so at the three this is one that you know i'm surprised uh you know one i thought of it and two uh, hasn't been said yet. This is a classic. It's it, it, You want to talk about big names. You want to talk about big features. You're talking about Saturday Night Live at the three. And I think Saturday Night Live is going to be a, a show-stopping wing, uh, you know, a, a two-way player, a two-way star, if you will. Um, so I had to get them in the starting five. Uh, at the four, this this falls in my top three shows as well. Um, this is a show that, again, you put on, you put on anywhere, and I think everyone in the room is going to resonate with it. Give me Drake and Josh. At the four, Drake and Josh is a classic. It's a classic. Uh, oh my god! You, you literally can't miss with Drake and Josh. Uh, I had Drake and my list. Oh man, it's such a good show. It's such a good show. Um, and at the five, uh, 
I think the name of uh, my five speaks for itself as why it's going to hold down the paint for my team. Give me power. Uh, one of the shows that I did take someone's recommendation wow. to watch. Good show. Uh, and you know, why did you choose that one though? Out of all the shows you get suggested, why did you pick that one? I was suggested that one during COVID, so I feel like uh, it, it was like, well, I'm not going to do anything else, you know. And that was when the suggestion okay. came through. So I think it was just all real right. timely, but it was a good show. Yeah. Good show. Yeah, solid show. Any um, any problems with the list besides Blue's Clues? No, I, no, I don't have a problem. Blue's Clues, you're just I don't know. You're you like what you like, man. It's a good show. Yeah. <laughs> you like what you like. <laughs> I mean, you probably stopped watching that show a long time ago, but I don't know the yeah. last time I did watch it. I just remember it being classic. Oh, uh, so got to open right. your mind. Let's rock out here. Um. So at my point guard, you know, I got to put my point guard and my shooting guard together. I just got to rip them off together. My backcourt, I've got the best backcourt out of all the lists, bar none. Sorry, guys. Um, you know, at the point guard, I've got I've got the smarts, the brains of the operation per usual. That's why I've got better call Saul at my point guard. Bob Odenkirk, the lawyers and the gang at the one. Um, just an incredible show overall at the two course i've got the same universe give me breaking bad at the two um a lot of people say it's the greatest show of all time it's right there for me right there for me for sure at the three um this is where i this is where i originally went with drake and josh you know star-studded guys but we're gonna switch it we're gonna switch it to to a show led by two other great young actors at their time give me sweet life on deck at the three on deck not just the original not zach and cody was great but you know i just loved sweet life on deck give me sweet life on deck at the three okay just great stuff you know um at the four i mean here's a gritty you want to talk about a gritty player this show is this show is pure grit um i i don't consistently watch it every year i, I should i wish i did but whenever i do get into it I love it so so much. Give me Survivor. Oh. CBS. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. okay. Love Survivor. That's that's another one that Stacy got me into. Stacy and I used to watch that every Wednesday. Uh, I watched it a lot last year. Yeah, last spring. But I haven't tapped back in. I need to get back on my Survivor grind. Um, and then at the five, I I can't switch it. I mean, I just I just can't switch it. Jared and I had the same idea. I've got Game of Thrones at the five. Just. Yeah. Just too, too big, good. Too I big wish, not to fail. Yeah, too big. I wish I had been watching it from the jump. Jared, Jared begged me to watch it, and it was during COVID, like Luke said, with power. I finished it in three weeks. Some might say that's insane, but you know, I had a lot of time on my hands. So, yeah, we all did. We all did. Yeah, I, like yeah, I rewatched it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just special yeah. stuff. It's my five. Um, I'll go. I'll rip straight into the walk on. Um, you know, I think people of the pod know. Maybe they don't. I'm a massive Star Wars guy. I eat, sleep, breathe, live Star Wars, everything about it. Big, big fanboy. And this is why I have it at the walk-on because, you know, maybe maybe a lot of people might think animated shows are overrated. And I'm here to tell you that they're not. All right? This show is every bit, every bit as good as it, it's advertised to be. Give me the Clone Wars, Star Wars. It's gone from 2008. They just finished it in 2020. And, I mean, that was that was the best ending to an animated show that I've ever seen. And because of that show, we're getting a lot of live action, cool shows coming out for star Wars because of it. So give me the clone wars. Though I've never seen it. I I know a lot of people uh, enjoy that. So I, I think that's, yeah, I might have to check that out. 
No, I think a lot of people have the same. Season seven, season seven, Jared, you'll love it because I know you love Star Wars. So season seven, so good. I don't know if you're watching Ahsoka right now, but I mean, she I was started created, yet, but she was created by Dave Filoni. Everybody hated her, and he made her story arc so good that she got her own live action television show. Yeah, so that's dope. That's dope. All right, uh, my walk on. I think this is one that. You know, the the population of our listeners will probably resonate with a lot. Um, This is one that, you know, comes on uh, during basketball season and we all just fall in love with the hosts and and what they do on the on the show. Give me inside the NBA on TNT. I think, uh, you know, it's it's hard to put in the starting five because I think a lot of people might not consider it an actual show, but it is. It's its own show and it's supplies, laughs and entertainment for all of us before and after all the big marquee games. Um, And they never miss. They never miss. So I would be remiss if I didn't at least mention them. Uh, They didn't think that you could pick. I was I was hoping I was I was worried one of you two was gonna take them in the starting five, so I'm glad that uh you know I was able to keep my walk on. Oh. I like that a lot. Yeah, I'd like to say too that I I have some other shows that I that I thought about putting in my list, Game Trials, but I decided to keep cartoons and animation off of my list. I wanted to go just straight live action show. Gotcha. That was just my choice. Uh, now walk on pick. This is like the quintessential walk-on none of you guys have probably seen the show which i kind of debated picking them but i feel like i just can't can i guess? shy away from it huh can i guess oh yeah is it cheers nope ah uh, that's that's one that everyone's like oh if you like the office and you like this you would like cheers <laughs> i know it's like kind of your uh you know no that's okay first of all i'm not that was show was in the 70s and the 80s my bad a couple years off my fault no this show came out in 2000 um uh, it literally it will for people that don't know it was directed and created by this guy named judd apatow he's directed countless movies that you all watch and love the show only lasted 18 episodes um but it started the career of multiple like high level actors uh, and the name of the show is freaks and geeks and this is when seth rogan was 18 and james franco was 17 and jason siegel was 19 and it was literally about high school kids that there was a group of freaks and there was a group of geeks and they were all intertwined. And it was just, they knew they were getting canceled. So they sped a bunch of stuff up the last second season. And I wish I would have seen what would have happened, but you know, the people that were downtrodden and looked down upon, that's my walk on. So freaks and geeks, man. Nice. Nice. Turned into a level actors. Like it. Uh, So my walk on pick, I needed somebody. Who kind of flies under the radar? Isn't his? It's a great player, but didn't get the attention it deserves. Um, and when it did, it, it did what it needed to do with it. Uh, I'm gonna go with Shit's Creek. Amanda watches that. It's a great show. It's funny. It's got character. It's got a great storyline. But I just don't think people give it the chance it deserves. <clears throat> I got on my walk on. That's surprised you haven't convinced Luke to watch that. That's very slapstick office style comedy right there. Nothing's gonna top. I'm surprised we didn't. I'm surprised we didn't get one tree hill out of Luke's camp this this week. That actually is true. Oh, it deserves to be on the list. It does, but you know, I needed to be versatile. I needed to. I needed to show you know our listenership and you guys that there's more to me than just those three shows. Shout out Mad Men, man. They they were they were the the two. They were on a two way and they just couldn't. 
They were on Couldn't the two over the hump. I was going to put uh, One Tree Hill at my walk, or not my walk on, at my uh, point guard. Yeah, I, I almost beats threw Phineas on Ferb in that category. Yeah, that's no, Phineas and Ferb is good. Yeah, really there were so many shows. There were so many Disney shows that I could have put on there. I'm surprised. Yeah. Kaylin, were you not a Hannah Montana fan? I was looking at her for my uh, my five. I was oh, expecting man. Hannah Montana. Yeah, I was definitely. You know, coming from a house with two sisters, I definitely, I definitely watched a lot of Hannah Montana. I also thought about Sister Sister. Oh, that's a classic. that's a good one. Smart guys, another good one. Um, was it? oh, I wanted to put Boy Meets World at my two. Yeah, oh, that's huge. Great. I'm surprised. Fresh Prince. Yeah. Why did I, I just? I, did, I had to go. Dude. I just had to go like more in depth. I had a lot of criteria for my shows. You know what? When I think Boy Meets on World the list, would have been a great minds. one. Talk about that's a good one too. Yeah. How uh, about how about Full House though? I mean, that would have been Full a good House is a great pick. pick. Classic. Yeah, Brady Stevens. Bunch. Yeah. Y'all weren't watching Brady Bunch reruns on TV Land. Nobody was. You weren't watching, bro. That. Yes, we I was, were. Yes, I was we watching. Were. I was watching Strictly Full House, Boy Meets World, Drake and Josh, Zoe One Hundred and One. That's not your digs. No, I, I know. I'm, I'm opening something up. Oh, okay. Um, I think that a very good walk on pick it was very close to making the cut, but I think that uh, nobody would have. It wouldn't have resonated with a lot of people. I was gonna go with Bluey. Oh my the gosh. Children's we're, cartoon. Yeah, we're, I saw that that got rated really high. Did you really? I didn't know that when we first had Tiana watch that one time. I didn't realize it was Australian show. You can't understand half the stuff they're saying. Yes, you can. <laughs> yes, you can. Not if you're three years old. Oh no. Oh, Bluey. <laughs> the kids love Bluey. I know we do. There's only two episodes that are watched. They just she just watches the same episodes over and over again. But I think I love it just as much. It's a it's a good show. It's a good show. Yeah. Is it Blue's Clues though? All right, Jared, what do you got for us, man? What do you got for us? So, Kalen, I heard you got out on the links there, Sacramento style the other day. How'd you play? Um, pretty uh, good. Depends who you ask. There was some there were some holes where I only I only had to hit it like twice. By that she means she hit it twice and then hung it up for the whole. But hey, I'll say the Kaylin has Kaylin has a natural swing. Uh, you can tell that there's potential there. But um, she leaves the club face open at impact a lot, so we get a lot of spraying right. But we can fix that. We can fix yeah, that. Yeah, that's pretty standard. Yeah, I, I come from a baseball family, so my swing needs some adjusting. Yeah, it's all right. It's okay. Well, you know what? After this football game is over, and you're watching, you know, office reruns. In between episodes of The Office, I'm getting my 50 chips a night. And just like when Jim left Karen, I'm all about living right. <laughs> this might be my favorite one. Uh, Jaden's going to like that one. Yeah. No. Was, that, was, that, was, that was really good, man. That was really deep, too. A lot of people, yeah. you know, hits home. Hits home yeah. for sure. Um, but, yeah, Tommy, we will have to see a um, – Kalen versus Tommy mini golf matchup because you know these are two mm. people two people that pride themselves on their putt putt games more than more than the average person. Kalen's face sure. is crazy. She's actually good. At, she's actually good at mini golf. I I'll, I'll tip my cap. Uh, the mini golf game is there. The mini golf game is there. Hundred percent. Last. Uh, where did we go? What was the indoor one? Uh, it, formerly known as Monster Mini Golf. I don't know what it's called now. But... I had three hole in ones. It was impressive. It was impressive. 
<laughs> yeah, Tom, uh, we'll have to set that one up. Yeah, yeah no, that's... definitely. Well, we'll need we'll need that we'll need that match for sure. Those squabbles. All right, <laughs> that's not true. Kalem, thank you so much. We appreciate you and all your knowledge. Um, good luck in fantasy. Good luck in coaching. Yeah, I got P Ryan on my squad, so. <laughs> Samaji P. Rand will take you to the promised land, Kalen. Oh, I agree. <laughs> Thanks for coming on, though. Really, it was good. To, it's it's awesome to get another sport angle. It's cool to hear about volleyball in the world, is with the world of it. Because I know I didn't know a lot about it, so definitely sweet to hear a lot about it. Yeah. Thanks for having me. It's been a pleasure. Let's go. Episode sixty. Thank you all. Use your favorite walk-ons. We're walking out.